Welcome to the Career Day Podcast. Uh, what is your name, sir? Ben Giglione. How do you say your last name? Giglione. That's a cool name. Sounds cooler in Italian. Giglione. Giglione. That's cool. Are you Italian? Uh, not really. Oh, okay. Family is, but I'm not. So where where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, France, right outside of Paris. Cool. Place Sorry, I was named... supposed to. I was supposed to ask you what you do now. So what do you what do you do right now? I teach fifth grade homeroom at Tsinghua International School in Beijing. Okay, so you're another one of the the international teachers at Tsinghua, mm-hmm. and so to get to this point, so let's go back. So you're you grew up in France. Mm-hmm. So my mom's American, my dad's French. I was born in France, uh, lived there all through high school, went to the U.S. for college, came back to France, to France, taught there for a year, and then came to China. Okay, so. I'm going to start. So you grew up in France. Mm. Had you, how often had you been to America before you went to college? Uh, every summer. Okay. Um, either my grandma would come spend about a month in France, then go to the U.S. with me and my siblings, or when we got older, we would just directly go there. Okay. We'd spend about two months every year. What was the difference between France and America to you as a kid? Mm, probably the stores. Um, the stuff you could buy, stuff you could eat. Uh, and also, where I live in France, it's very, I mean, it's outside of Paris, so it's very uh, urban. And I'd go to Cape Cod, Massachusetts, where it's wide open roads, big cars, um, a lot of space, and you couldn't walk anywhere. You know, no public transportation or anything, just, just cars. Mm-hmm. And so then when you went to college, where did you go? Skidmore College in upstate New York. Okay, so you're East Coast, mm-hmm. so the East Coast of America. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the East Coast of America? I mean, I. if I were to live in the U.S., that's where I'd live. Okay. Um, Have you been to other parts? To Yeah, I've been to California. I've been to, um, I did a whole, like, Las Vegas uh, Monument Valley tour. Um, I think that's more, East Coast for me is more academic, mm. and West Coast is more kind of relaxed and fun. That's that seems to be the the sentiment in America, yeah. Yeah. So you've never been to the middle, though. No, <laughs> I've been to yeah northeast and uh, southwest. Okay, nice. Yeah. And so you went there. What was your degree in? Education. Education. So I majored in elementary education and minored in Japanese and Asian studies. Japanese and Asian studies. Mm-hmm. So growing up in France, did you all were you always interested in? Asia or Japan? Mm-hmm. Well, it started in fourth grade. Uh, one of my friends, one of my brother's friends, my brother's two years older, lent him uh, Dragon Ball. So I started reading that, and then it kind of evolved into you know Pokemon, Naruto, Yu-Gi-Oh! And eventually it was just like all of Japanese culture. And so I knew going to college that I would study Japanese. Okay. And what... So you went with the education, but then this like Chinese, Japanese, mm-hmm. and what, just because you wanted to, or did you want to do something with that? Uh, so I went um, and studied abroad in Tokyo in the spring of my sophomore year, uh, because I, I really wanted to go to, to Japan, and so that's why I studied it in college <clears throat> and ended up going there, um, because that's where I want to end up. Uh, okay. When I was there, I really fell in love with the city, the people, the whole culture, and that's my end goal. Okay. So you go to go to school in America, you come back to France, 
And you actually like went to an international school mm-hmm. as a kid. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Uh, it was amazing. Uh, I do think that I want I want to move back there. I want to retire there. I want my potential future kids to go there. Uh, it's a really really unique place. Um, to join, you have to be fluent in French and another language. So in my case, it was English. So I joined through the American section. But I had friends who were fluent in French and Swedish or French and Japanese or French and Russian. And so we would, you'd have people literally from all over the world going there. And so some summers I'd go to Sweden. You know, I had some friends whose moms would cook traditional Portuguese food. Um, it was really, really an, a unique and amazing place. So that's, okay, so our school, Xinguan, good school, but that's not the feel. It's not, I find the only international thing about Tsinghua is that we speak English in a country that doesn't speak English. Right. And so, do you, which one, which model do you well, prefer? Or? I prefer the one I went to, but it's very hard to achieve. Mm-hmm. I mean, long story short, the school was founded after World War II, for uh, the American GIs who were there. It was founded by Eisenhower. And then it just grew, and you're also in Paris, which is quite international, and you can afford to have people from all those countries. I think that most countries would struggle to have uh, all those countries represented. Yeah, that makes sense. We're also in Europe, where countries are way closer. It's much easier to get around. Right. Um, Yeah. Okay, so you... Your first job was at that school. Yeah. And so what did you teach at that school? So uh, the way it works, since the kids do French and their section language, I was actually teaching second grade, third grade, and fifth grade. I would see each class for two half days a week, uh, and I would teach reading, writing, and depending on the grade, either history, science, uh, sorry, prehistory, science, or social studies, kind of explorers, that kind of stuff. Nice. Was it a good first year experience? It was amazing. It yeah. was, I struggled at first, especially with second grade. I'm much more comfortable with the older grades. Um, but the parents were very supportive. The students were, I mean, they were kind of, the teachers who work there are much older than I am. I got very lucky to get a job there. And I think that was a good change for the kids to have someone who's closer to their age than to their parents. Um, a lot of fifth graders, when they learned I was playing Fortnite and Minecraft, they were very shocked, and a lot of the boys' attitudes just changed. Mm. They wanted to please me. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So you do a year, mm-hmm. and then how did you get to Tsinghua? Mm-hmm. So my goal was Japan. Uh, I was applying for schools in Japan, and but the problem is that those schools are very selective. There are way fewer schools in Japan than there are in China, and they wrote me and said that I don't have the experience. Uh, yet to apply in a few more years and so my second options were Korea and China because two of my best friends in college are from China and I was always curious about this place so I just sent a few applications Qinghua responded I interviewed and here I am okay Mm. nice and so you've been here how long this is my third year third year how's it how's it going so far it's good pollution's gross but other than that you know I do miss home uh, since I spent the whole summer here because of COVID, but I do feel safe. Life is pretty easy here as an expat. Can't complain. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, 
So, okay. I'm, I'm American. Mm-hmm. Americans stay in America. Mm-hmm. Is the, which I, we can have a whole conversation yeah, yeah. about that if you want. Um, is that, what's the sentiment? Because, like, it sounds like you had these plans of kind of, like, going right away. Is that, like, normal? Or is that the... Uh... Well, I mean, I'd say my, my family, the American one as well, is not... Well, actually, my close family, my mom and dad, from when I was born, taught me that the world is huge, right? So I don't want to stay in place for too long. Um, I knew going to the U.S. that I probably wouldn't stay there very long. Um, I, had, I went to liberal arts school, and so I had a few issues with the whole PC culture and a lot of stuff that people found triggering and offensive I felt was a bit over the top and I didn't really want to live there um, and attending an international school really made me want to work at an international school um, and then Japan when I studied abroad there and lived there really kind of solidified that that desire yeah nice. and so this is your this is your life and your yeah. when well, you get to Japan is it like a couple years are you there for until you retire what do you probably think? not until I retire my my goal and of course it could change is probably like between six and ten years in Japan yeah I do want to end up moving back to France okay life there is it's very high quality of life mm-hmm. yeah. nice mm-hmm. so what for people listening mm-hmm. what have you learned what do you wish you knew what are your recommendations because I have, I have former students listening mm-hmm. and I've had them kind of reach out and be like, how do you do this? Mm-hmm. You know, like, because I didn't know this was an option until nine years of mm-hmm. teaching in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do you have any advice before we... Well, I think that we're, and I'm generalizing, but at least in my life, I've been lucky that everything kind of works out. Um, I've never really had any major issues I find that if I just throw myself somewhere it eventually works out fine uh, and not be afraid of taking risks like going to China you hear a lot of stuff about China especially in the US about what kind of place it is so it, it could be a bit a little bit scary to just take that jump and go there but I feel like it, it's a place that's evolving so quickly and there's just so much opportunity here to just do stuff that you could never do in other places. Mm-hmm. Um, people are open to ideas. There's a lot of money to make. And it's a, it's a pretty easy life, like I said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just moved here this year. Mm. And it was like, everyone thought I was crazy. Mm. Especially because I'm moving during, during COVID, COVID to yeah. China. Yeah. Um, but life's been good so far. Mm? Yeah. Yeah. There are definitely some things that take some getting used to and some things I'll never get used to. Right. But if, you, if you're able to get over those, it's pretty nice. And there are some things that China does do better than the rest of the world. Yeah. Like WeChat and delivery and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, thanks for having this conversation with me. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. Of course, talk to you soon. Thank you.